I'm Tom Whalen. I'm Jay Day. I'm Jay Day and the Day home team of real estate teams with our weekly real estate podcast. Not only do we inform you, I get to get together with my buddy once a week and we do a podcast together. Well, it's you know it's still amazing to think we've been doing this for so many years. And uh, the podcast, though, as we've talked about before, has really helped us get to know each other even more. Sure, you yeah. know how many over probably 300 of these things or about, something like that. About 300 real estate podcasts, and it's amazing because each one has brand new information and up to the date information on the trends in the industry. This is our first five, uh, podcast for fall of, Can you tw- believe we're of in 2020. Fall? No, I cannot believe it. I didn't get you anything for Christmas yet, Jay. You'll have yeah. to let me know what you want. <laughs> You'll have to let me know because that'll be here before you know. Yeah, we are getting there. I'll have to make sure I tell my mom about making sure she gets those cookies ready for you again, well, too. Oh, you the know? best. Yeah, chocolate chip pecan cookies. <laughs> she makes the best. Angie Day, she should open up a bakery. What do we uh, got? What's trending in the industry, bud? All right. So we just, and again, you know, the state of Maryland, the Maryland Realtors, is always a little bit behind when putting numbers out. Um, but it's been rare that we've been able to get the numbers on a time frame that sort of ties in with when we're doing the podcast. So I figured uh, we'll get into this. And then, you know, the type of stats that we've been doing, I won't do that until the first week of October. Okay, because I really us- I look forward to those stats, Jay. I'm all caught up in the trends and the rhythms. Of yeah. Really, yeah. I'm, I'm fascinated by the numbers. Well, and it's, it's changing constantly. That's the thing that makes it really interesting. So today we're going to focus on Maryland. And this is all. These are all the final numbers that came in and that are officially reported through the Maryland Realtors for August of 2021. And what we're looking at, it's only comparing um, from 2021 to 2022 for the month of August. And normally, you know, August slows things down a little bit. But what we saw for homes sold in 2020, it was 9,462 homes. 2021. 9740. So there was almost a 3% increase in homes sold, sold in this the, year. In the state of Maryland. Yes. They're not county to county. This is statewide numbers. Statewide numbers. Yep. Um, average sales price. This is a nice one. In 2020, the average sales price in Maryland was 401846 This year, it was 435798 That's an 8.4% increase in house value. So you can't complain about that if. You know, you were nervous. You didn't do anything last year, and you did it this year instead. On average, you might have gotten about eight percent more, um, which does more than pays for the real estate commission, and then you're pocketing the extra money. So uh, a big, a big win for for those that were looking to wait it out a little bit. Median price. This is another big one. So in 2020, the median price for homes that sold in Maryland was three hundred and forty thousand. This year it was three hundred and seventy-five thousand, so that's a ten point three percent increase in value. Can I ask you a question? Absolutely. The difference between average and median. So the average it takes all of the numbers. The median takes out the oddballs, the ones that may be sold for forty thousand, and the ones that sold for one point eight million. I see. So I... it takes out the extremes and comes down to the median to get you that way. Thank you, thank you. That's why we do these podcasts. Oh, yeah. Well, the funnier part was when I was in college and I was doing classes in statistics and stuff, I'm like, who is ever going to use that? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man, yeah, yeah. You know, mean, median, mode, I'm like, and, and I'm like, wow, there is a little bit of math that you learn in school that you actually do in real life. Here it comes, man. Thank you. Good for you for paying attention that day. Well, you know, math was my weak point, so I had to really pay attention and get some tutoring to make to push through those classes. They were they were rough. Um, pending units, meaning homes that went under contract. 
So when we look, and uh, this is pretty interesting, in 2020, there were 10,036 homes that were under contract in August. In 2021, it was 10,408. So more homes actually went under contract as well. Uh, then we go back to um, total active inventory, meaning how many homes were around and available during this time. And this is this is actually pretty interesting. Um, in 2020, there were, and we thought in 2020 there was not a whole lot of homes, right? There was 13,524 homes on the market in August. This year, there's only 10,119. So, and again, as we've been talking, there is starting to become a little bit of an increase in certain areas. But for the state of Maryland, when you compare August of this year to August of last year, there was a decrease in homes available. So a massive decrease in homes available. Yeah, yeah, and then, um, and this is again, this is the only thing that I that frustrates me a little with them putting these stats out a little bit. You know, like I'm almost a whole month afterwards, um, is that they sort of are behind in certain things. But you know, it's good to report the true numbers that are actually getting published, and this is what they'll be talking about online. So months of inventory available. If no other homes hit the market. And we only had what was out there in August of 2020 or August of 2021. That's how we get this number. So in August of 2020, there was 1.8 month supply of homes. This year, in August, it was only 1.1 months. So it was a decrease as well, meaning we would run out of houses to sell faster. Now, this one is interesting too. In 2020, the average days on market for a home to go under contract was nine days. In 2021, it was seven days. And new listings. So here we go. We'll end it with this, and then I'll give you some specific county stuff. So new listings. In 2020, um, there was 10,439 new listings that went on in August. In 2021, it was 11,506. So that's starting to show what we've been talking about recently, and that is that the inventory is starting to increase a little, a little bit, bit. Leveling off there just a little bit. Yeah, not, I mean, uh, well, on average, I mean, that's like 1,100 houses more. So that's a, that's a fair amount. But again, that's for the entire state of Maryland. Now, for those that are listening and, you know, in our close listenership area, I'll give you, because again, Maryland put out specific stats for the county as well. So, want to just give you a little bit of an idea of what we're talking about for August, and we'll go to Carroll County first. We'll do alphabetical. Um, in in 2021, because again, remember everything we just talked about, all of those numbers were for the entire state. So, for Carroll County, there was a uh, increase in the amount of homes that sold. It went from 283 to 290, small increase, and that was about two and a half percent increase in homes that sold. Um, then we look at the average sales price for Carroll County. It went from 407 to 421 and change, and that was about a just under a three and a half percent increase in value. Then if we look at homes that went under contract, in 2020 it was 303. In 2021 it was 305. So again, just a small amount of increase there. Active inventory was 284 homes in Carroll County in August of 2020. This year it was down to 206. Okay, so that was a little bit of a decrease in inventory there. Yeah, so their months of inventory went from 1.3 to under a month to 0.9. Um, and new listings 
and this again starts to show that trend that we've been talking about. In 2020, it was 291. In 2021, 297. Okay, so, so there's they were an increase. starting to increase. Yeah, that's. I mean, we're talking about the Carroll County for the entire year of 2020, and so far in 2021. Yeah. Now, Frederick County, you know where we live and we love to be and talk about. They had uh, for homes sold in 2020 523. This year, 603. That was a 15.3% increase in homes that sold. So while Carroll County only went up 2.5%, Frederick was up almost 16%. Um, And then when we look at average sales price, which everybody likes to know what happened with the values, it went from 395, 188 to 445, 587. That was a 12.8% increase in value. Again, big numbers when you're talking about. Sure, absolutely. Frederick County rocks, man. Yeah. And then we go to under contract. And this is interesting. The amount of homes that went under contract in August of 2020 versus August of 2021 were exactly the same 589. No change. What are the odds of that? I don't know, man. That's just just random. Yeah. Active inventory. um, There was 613 in 2020, there was only 437. Uh, this year. So it went from a one and a half month inventory to 0.8. Um, and then lastly, and again, showing that other trend that we've been talking about, new listings. In 2020, there were 655 new listings. This year, 670. So starting to show that a little, little bit, bit more, of an increase there. Yes. And we'll end it with our friends out in Washington counties. We look out there and we talk about homes sold. In 2020, it was 207. In 2021, 213. So that was a 2.9% increase. So between the ones we went over, Frederick County came in with the biggest uh, increase in homes sold, then Washington County, then Carroll. Then if we go and look at values, the average sales price went up from 256 to 298. That was a 16.4% increase. So Washington County had the biggest increase in August of value. Values uh, in your home. Yeah. Just by owning your home, not doing a thing, your house increased. Is that what you could pretty much uh, draw from that? Man, that's incredible. Uh, And like I said, it's just sort of amazing what's happened here. Under contracts went from 227 to 253. Um, Homes that were available went from 331 to 232. That took it from a two-month inventory to a 1.2-month. And then the same trend we're seeing, new listings in 2020, they were 197, and that increased to 263 um, of new homes that hit the market. So New homes being... Not new construction. Not new just, construction, right, yes. Just new homes that were not on the market before August. So that many new homes were hitting. And that's what's that's what sort of leads into what we've been talking about in our numbers, where we're seeing like a inventory increase in a lot of the areas. Because we are hitting higher numbers, it's normally a slower time of year, but interest rates are still great. I mean, and I really think um, that all the new talk and scare tactic stuff with COVID, and COVID is real, it is dangerous. It, I know people that have been hospitalized, and but you know, the fear factor that's pushed out there to people is make it even more, you know, it, it makes things unstable. I mean, wouldn't you agree? Yeah, oh, absolutely no. Because nobody I, knows what to expect. No, but I paid attention this year, and it seems like maybe a few people are trying to say, look, let's just sell. Do you think people are 
There's more homes available because everybody's thinking, man, I got to get on this money train right yes. now. I, I, I've heard all these stories. It's time for me to get mine. Yeah, and we're really hearing that of, well, I thought about selling. I've been thinking about it. I was really going to do it in two years, but I don't want to be kicking myself that I could be missing one of the peaks. And, and, and I mean, a fair amount of people are actually selling and then renting to figure out what they want to do. Um, and we've had a fair amount of people that are want to retire, but they're not ready to go south yet. So they sell their home, and then they're just renting somewhere and waiting for the right time to get out of Dodge and do their thing. All these new things you're talking about, and they've been turning up in the stories that you send me. These seem like they're happening more and more. These, oh. they, everybody wants a, just another little thing to take place, and you guys are amazing making this happen for people. Well, I mean, the most important thing, and we've talked about this many times, is we really believe in having a consultative approach, understanding what our clients' goals are, and helping them hit those goals. And for example, if you know their goal was to get as much money out of their house as possible, we tell them, I mean, who knows? We can't predict the future. We can say that the numbers have gotten better than last year, and they're definitely better than the year before, but eventually everything that goes up must come down. So it's just a matter of when you're going to hit there. And I think you know most people, when they're looking around, they're starting to get a little nervous because there's a lot of talk where the feds are going to start maybe making some changes to interest rates. I mean, I went the other day to get gas, and I mean, premium is almost $4 a gallon. I mean, it's been a long time since we've seen a four in front of that. And I was listening to um, the news last night, and they're talking about I think, and again, I don't eat red meat, so I don't know. Um, but they were saying, I think the price for beef has went up like sixteen percent. It's gone up. I've noticed it in stores and restaurants. I've noticed it. Yeah, and Kroger's actually came out and said you can expect another two to four percent increase in all groceries across. All the right, board. that's enough of that. We got a home of the week. <laughs> that's enough of that, man. The holidays are coming. Yeah, we do have a home of the week, and this is um, <clears throat> this is a really cool uh, home downtown. 216 East Church Street in Frederick, listed at $565,000. And this one is a charming 18, 1840s row house in the heart of historic downtown Frederick. It's only steps away from Frederick's many amazing restaurants, coffee houses, distilleries, breweries, eclectic shopping, galleries, Weinberg Theater, and the music scene. Uh, it's lovingly referred to as the Haller House. This home was originally built prior to the Civil War era and was named after the original family who built and resided in the home until the 1940s. The first deed holder was Charles W. Haller. He was a carpenter, and his and um, and his daughter, who later owned the properties, were listed in the historical documents as cake bakers. The Haller House was documented as part of Frederick County Landmark Foundation. The brass plaque still on the front home today. Time period details showcased in the home are original lead glass windows, horsehair plaster walls, and oak and pine hardwood floors. The home offers three bedrooms, two full baths, and a beautiful um, downtown views. There are two sleeping porches and a rear patio are all great options to enjoy the outdoors. In addition to easy access to downtown Frederick, you've got Carroll Creek, Baker Park, the home is conveniently located near the other local attractions, such as the Monocacy National Battlefield, not too far from Harper's Ferry or Gettysburg National Parks. Don't miss your chance to own a piece of history. This one is really a cool, cool property. If you're into historic properties, go to WFRE.com. 
look up Tom and Jay's real estate podcast. You can see all the photos. We've got lots of info on this. If you want to schedule a time to see it, just click on the I want to see the home or tour the home button on our website, and one of our uh, buyer specialists will be happy to call you and have a conversation and get you out there to see this beautiful historic home. I'm Tom Whalen. I'm Jay Day. Of Jay Day and the Day Home Team of Real Estate Teams. Weekly Real Estate Podcast. Thank you so much for listening and tell your friends all about it.